Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, what's going on, man? You texting over there? No, I'm not texting. No, huh? Texting. I was just catching up on uh, all my homework that Christian gave us. Oh, us well, I, I, hopefully we're at the doghouse at this point. We did knock out. I mean, last we, week, Noah. We knocked out Noah's story last so, week. So, week two of ten leading up to the cornhole tournament, yep. we've done one wish story. We, we should have done, have done two. Uh, we're probably going to say this every single week. It's going to drive her crazy. I'm going to get a talking Sometimes to. Sometimes we got to pick on her. Well, I'm going to get a talking to, probably. I was walking through the office the other day. I will give it to her. She listens to the show. She Immediately does. after TJ sends the show over, she's in, got her earbuds in. Her office is right outside my office. I'm like, can you keep it down? I mean, she's always criticizing, critiquing. Nah, she, she was laughing when we were talking about her. I guess I was on the Chris <laughs> Weber show, the Make-A-Wish show. <laughs> yeah. like, she's like, ha, 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 I'm like, yeah, because we're saying you're you run everything she's a boss lady yeah 100 percent. i'm right. gonna i'm gonna get an office talk she can be like she can get mad at me we're picking on her my dad used to call our customers the boss lady and I they know. liked it i do that a little bit i like, I like that it too i, I think, think it's, it's a very, like it makes people feel good very respectful i like when people make me feel good and pay their bills and <laughs> tell me thank you and Give me jobs, and it's good. <laughs> Paying the bills is a big part of that. It yeah, is. That's a very yes, big part yes. of it. Yeah. yeah. You don't make me feel good if you don't pay your bills. <laughs> that's a bad feeling. Yeah. Makes you cry. I think most people that are in business could relate and understand that. Um, that could that could be the most basic business lesson of the day. To pay, pay your, bill. your bills. Yeah, you, know, you got to pay your bills. I mean, too. I agree. You got to pay your bills because that's a resemblance of how you run your business. You know, we did a lot of Sandler training uh, yep. years ago. Uh, very fond of that that school of sales techniques, but uh, one of my best takeaways from it that I try to utilize all the time is you sell the way you buy. So you can't be a bad buyer and not treat people right and, and always want to negotiate people down and, and don't want people to make money if you expect people to take care of you and pay you uh, what, you're, what you think you're worth, right, or your service is worth or your product's worth. So uh, I always try, especially as I've gotten older, and I try to teach my kids uh, to buy value and and tip well and treat people well. Uh, One of the most rewarding things for me is tipping well. Oh, yeah. It's for your own enjoyment, Uh, you know. And it's kind of like giving back to the community and doing charity and stuff, trying to teach our kids about tithing. Um, Piper go. I don't know why. Well, if you don't have any money, how do you give 10%? I was like, well, 10% of anything is what it is. I mean, uh, 10% of a dollar is 10 cents. Uh, so I said, but it's not what you have. It's what you earn, Piper. So what What does Piper give? Well, she hasn't earned much money. <laughs> so well, dropping, uh, but so hopefully she'll beans. give 10% and, 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 and hopefully – we can teach these children young so they don't have to fight that as they get older. And uh, I, I did tell my kids, I said, I said, and then if, if the Lord blesses you and you, you're able to do better, 
then hopefully over time you'll be able to even give maybe a little more than 10%. I mean, that that's kind of a goal in life. So, uh, and then doing stuff in the community as a business, well, you know, we're going to talk about yeah, Make-A-Wish, uh, the fourth segment and why we do the Cornhole Tournament. We're trying to leverage our brand. So just little things. But but you te- tell a kid that, and and that innocently they don't understand because they've never been learned that. Well, we we uh, Scarlett has this thing. It's called Go Henry. It's a um, it's a kid's basic finance financial tool, and it it, it forces you to do that. Yeah, and, uh, it kind of forces you to take some of the money and save it for you know whatever you want to do it with, and some of the money to give to a charity or, or however you want to do it. But it kind of forces. It's it's a really neat program that it's basically like a basic debit card. I'm sure most people have heard of these things. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna brag on my kids a second. I think three birthdays, Rowan, my middle daughter, has given her asked for money for her birthday from her friends and given it to make a wish. Uh, and Piper did that last year. This is on her own. We're not forcing them to do this. Uh, and, and you know, so yeah, so they have done some giving of, of what they've earned. I had that cash in my, my little drawer, uh, for about a year and a half. I was like, I got to get rid of this. So, uh, when I went to my last, my last make a wish board meeting, uh, I said, take this cash. Uh, I'll spend it. Your birthday cash? I have a problem. I like to spend cash. <laughs> Your birthday cash? No. It was not my birthday cash. It was their birthday I cash. I know. That's good. Goodness gracious. That's good. Why are you so, giving me such a hard time? <laughs> I don't know. What Just, else? We, what I, else would we pick on? I mean, Phil Colasso, who is a dear friend of mine who oh, yeah. I met originally on the Make-A-Wish board, uh, he, he leads Deloitte. Uh, yeah. Out of Charlotte, I think the thing leads up Deloitte Americas or the Deloitte International. Um, he, he is an awesome guy, but he used to call me the Reverend. <laughs> he said, "Uh oh, the Reverend's getting over here, about to start, about to start preaching." <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I've been on the other end of those preaches before. Really, a, a time or two. No, a time or two. I don't get on you that much anymore. I don't need to. No, it's good. You're like a good little lad. <laughs> Oh, man. We had some, you know, it ain't all rosy, but the rose is beautiful. That's one of my favorite sayings. I, I played golf with Phil one time with you, and uh, what I liked about him is he called you Haston. Yeah, he, mess, he, he was messing with you. He just likes to, he's yeah. so intelligent. His uh, his jokes are so witty. I was playing with him one time. I kept hitting it in the sand. He said, uh-oh, new business, Roby Sand. I said, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> We're we, getting granular. Leave me alone. <laughs> The last two <laughs> were getting granular. That so was that, witty. Yeah, there you go. So that, that, now I know. I know. I know this because last time I played golf, you took it to me. Like I'm still. I'm still licking my wounds. And, and, and I need to play with Phil because I. I, I, I'm I need to play with you and Phil so he can get in your head, and then I can get some some of my my shekels back. Shekels? Dollars. We don't trade in shekels. We trade in dineros. <laughs> Amer- American. All right. Dollars. We got Brian. Hopright. Hopright. When we return with Park Inc., you're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. I mean, I I can't stop thinking about last week on the show when you talked about hitting that dolphin. Man, I know. I can't believe I I came clean. I didn't mean it. It was an accident. Jumped right out. It literally jumped like as, I mean... We were cruising. You came clean. You obviously have a guilty conscience. Ah, poor guy. What's up, Brian? Hey, how are you? 
How you doing, man? I'm doing well. This is a great surprise. Uh, Brian is a customer of Roby Commercials. Oh, yeah. And our good friend who's been on the show, John Bly, uh, yep. does his business, does accounting for you guys. Yep, he does our taxes for us. And, and John and I were together, and he said, hey, man, have you ever met Brian Hopright with Park Inc.? And I was like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and then when you walked into the room today, we right. have hung out multiple times. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, had no idea who I was walking in to see, so. <laughs> <laughs> you neither? Yeah. He yeah, thought he was exactly. talking to me. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I know. I, this is way better. You made me feel better. <laughs> having him than me. <laughs> So well, we're, cool. But where you hung out with is is another mutual connection. I think you said y'all hung out at Old Mecklenburg Brewery a couple of times. Who's also yeah. a customer of Roby Commercial and and a, a good friend of yours, Brian. Yeah, um, he's in my uh, forum in the entrepreneurs organization, and I am up there almost every Thursday. And every we, Thursday. Yep. We so started we, that during COVID when the world was shut down, and we kind of just hung out just to get out of the house and do something. I mean, he'd been kind of working uh, on site through covid but we were my company was working at home so oh, it yeah. was nice to to get out and my wife would make me write down who i came in contact with you know uh tracing and all that stuff and um it was a, it was a good release and good time and we just kind of made it a habit to be there every thursday did you always come clean with who you interacted with yeah i mean there weren't a whole lot of people out you know you wouldn't see anybody driving down the street and uh, a couple of his co-workers that were there hanging out, and every now and then some huh. other guys from our forum would stop by. And was I on that list? Did you tell uh, Did you I come clean? I don't believe I saw you there. No. Oh, man. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You got contact traced. So I asked you in the break, I mean, good fodder for the radio, I asked you if you started the business. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, so uh, in the early 90s, uh, 91, I was a college student at Ohio State and uh, applied for a job in the school newspaper, uh, valet parking job. I got the job, and, and the guy who was running the company was a college student. He was my age, um, and he kind of had this business on the side where he was had a couple restaurants, and we had a hospital and a country club that we were working for. And So I worked for him as a valet, and after about a year, uh, he was struggling trying to keep up with school and the business because he was kind of doing everything. And he said, you know, I, I really just want to sell contracts. Do you want to take over the, the day-to-day operation. So I was doing his accounting and I was doing his HR and I was doing the operations and kind of the perk for me was I got to pick my own schedule. So I got to pick the, the high tipping locations to go work at. There you go. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good that pay. works. Yep. Yep. I mean, he didn't pay me a whole lot, but he let me make my own schedule. So, um, but we had the opportunity with uh, Morton's when they opened up here in 94, that was one of our customers in Columbus and same regional manager was running them both, uh, a guy named Peter Grills. And he asked Aaron if we had a desire to move to Charlotte, and I went through probably one of the harshest winters that I'd been through in Ohio, yeah. and I was just ready to get out. And I said, yeah, I'll go. So we put in a bid in March, I think, of 94, and it was July 3rd uh, of that summer that they said, if you still want it, you got 10 days to be here and ready to go. So I told my parents I was wow. going to forego my college degree, at least for the time being, and I was going to go run a how'd, valet business. How'd that go? Um, it actually went really well. I mean, it was fun. I loved the job. Um, I was supposed to be a physics, chemistry, biology, earth science teacher. Um, it, that was nice, but it wasn't. I was really enjoying what I was doing in Columbus. So um, my parents were a little disappointed that I wasn't going to pursue my education. Um, but they came on board after a while. We got here in 94, and things just started to explode. 
you know, when I first moved here at six o'clock in Uptown, the only people you'd see out were homeless. Uh, yeah. And then restaurant after restaurant started coming into town. They started bringing on our services and we were the only game in town and we kind of just blew up from there. So your parents, what'd they say when you told them you were going to move to Charlotte and not finish college? Uh, I mean, they, I didn't give them a whole lot of time to say a whole lot because I, <laughs> I literally, I found out and I came the next day to find a place to live. And, and you were out next, of there, yeah. And the next weekend I was here. Um, but yeah, not not excited. Thought I had wasted all that money and time trying yeah. to get a degree. And um, My dad was real big about me not getting distracted from school. Right, uh, right. He didn't want me working in school. He's like, I'm going to fund it because he just knew... He had taught me to work hard in our business, and he knew if I got the taste of money, I would get distracted as well. Yeah. Well, for me, it was I wanted to teach down here if I was going to go that route. You know, yeah. I was still set on moving south, so I was closer to my job search. You know, this is before text messages and the yeah, yeah. email and all that stuff. Um, so I could at least bounce back and forth to these different schools if I was going to apply. And I told my partner, as long as it goes well. I'll stick with it, and it, and it went really well. And so you, you, when you came down here, you had 10 days to get from Columbus to Charlotte and operating at yep. Morton's. So I, I take it you were the valet. You were the guy well, for a while. So we, we ran an ad, um, and while I was here that first weekend looking for a place to live, I was also doing interviews. We brought them back in when I came back that next weekend, and I think I had a crew of myself and maybe four others because we oh, were wow. doing lunches and dinners at the time. Yeah, so yeah. It, you know, it was more I could do by myself. As yes. a, as a valet, <laughs> as a worker at a valet, is it a prosperous business? Can you make good good? Earnings? It was a great college job. Um, you know, we didn't make what the servers were making inside, but we also didn't have to spend two two and a half hours with people. You know, they say hello, you say hello back, and then that's it. You know, the rest of the time you're kind of just hanging out with your buddies and driving and running, right? Driving and running. Yep. Yeah. That, a great way to stay in shape. That, that is, is cool. Shape, I mean, pretty good camaraderie, right? Yeah, with, yeah. With, with your buddies. So you said so, this was early 90s? Yeah, early 90s. 94. 94. Yeah, 94 I, is when I moved here. Yeah, I was still in high school. I graduated high school in 96. Charlotte was sleepy back then, mm-hmm. especially Very uptown, much. right? Yep, yep. Uh, South End wasn't South End. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not. So tell us about how your business grew from there. Well, so... I kind of did the, the sales and stuff on my own working with him um, from 94 until about 2004. And in the time that I was gone, he got married. He had a couple kids. Um, our division was running stuff in uh, North Carolina and East Tennessee. We also opened up a division out in San Francisco, which I would go back and forth a little bit to do some auditing. Um, and when he started to get his family um, and his kids were starting to grow up, he said, I want to be closer to home. I want to be regional. I don't want to be away from my family as much as I am because I'm traveling all the time. So we made the decision to sell California to a, a competitor, and I bought the Southeast from them. So in 04, it was my company. Um, I did bring on a guy who was doing operations with me. He bought in as a, a minority shareholder, and he's still with me today. He's been with me since 98. Um, and then we've kind of grown from there. We've, we're in 20 states now. We are all the way up as far as Rhode Island, uh, down to Georgia. Wow. We have stuff in California, outside of Sacramento and L.A. Uh, we've grown from doing, like, restaurant and event valet to, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we run parking lots and garages. We do shuttle services. We do traffic control. About 10 years ago, we opened up a division that does school crossing guard services, which that's huh. kind of taken us all over the place. Uh, and we got about 400 employees now. I'd say half are doing crossing guards and half are doing parking. Wow. 
That's crazy. What do you think about the things you never think the, of? Uh, the things right? you don't think How of. How America's made. Right. I mean, that is so cool. Yeah, we uncover it here. I mean, we, we get these opportunities all the time to learn about an industry that, I mean, I, frankly, I didn't know much about. I mean, it's just one of those things that you know there's a back-end operation, but I did not realize you were that big of a company, um, which is remarkable. And I'm sure it ebbs and flows based on, uh, you know, seasonal, or, or is that... Some of it's seasonal. Obviously, with the schools, when we hit summer, there's a couple of them that have summer schools, but not many. So yeah. we definitely uh, have a lull, and that's kind of when everybody gets to take vacation. And then we're actually coming into our busy season, especially locally. You know, we got President's Cup coming up. We got oh, Renaissance yeah. Festival and a lot of high manpower, high um, high activity stuff. So you like doing. you like events? I, I do for a short period of time but i also like the week after when you don't have to do the events <laughs> president's cup will be fun oh yeah but i don't want to do that every day so so i guess in that regard what are the i kind of like i'm thinking about a crossing guard at a school i mean these these are very advantageous hours for somebody that needs part-time work is that is that an accurate statement you know what it's it's difficult to find people to do the crossing guards because the shifts are so short yeah a couple hours maybe not even um you know, we'll have some that might be a couple hours, and that's if you're piggybacking an elementary school yeah, and a middle, middle school that are close together, they can kind of hop from one to the next. Um, but some of the shifts might be 30, 45 minutes. Hmm. So you're limited to you've got people who are retired that just want to get out of the house and, and be around the kids and, and have something to do uh, and stay-at-home moms. I hear and, you. And they're not online looking for jobs. you got to go find them. Well, this is so intriguing. Will you stick around for another segment? Yeah, absolutely. This is great, man. Yeah, I've got, I've got a lot of more questions. This is good. I know. Uh, go, Patrick. Take us out of here. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Oh, We'll man. be back. Brian, hop right. You can't <laughs> say it. <laughs> I love it. We'll be right back. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby's Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Are your hosts. Wow, you like how I stepped up and filled in for you, which you, you didn't do for me on the last you're segment. You're finishing my sentences. You it's tried good. to embarrass me. This is getting weird. I didn't try to embarrass You just had this like horrified look I'm on your face. I'm going to tell Reagan before, before she hears it. Oh, you think she? You think I? Oh, did I want to have her? Reagan's always bragging on you. Oh, I've already got Christian. You're nothing mad at without me. Patrick. I've already now got Reagan mad at me. I mean, man, I know she's bragging on you. Oh, thanks, Reagan. Brian Hopright. He got it. There you go. I like it. I, I like think it I got it now. Let's like go. What well, if you this last couple of segments? This is really interesting. His business is very, very interesting. Um, and how it got started is really cool as well. But you you mentioned like you really caught me when the, the forty five minute shifts as a crossing guard and you you said these these aren't jobs that you post online we have to go go get them yeah well we post them online but it we get very little response uh, like I said these people they're not they're not looking for a job yeah it, well, they're understand. looking for something to do yeah and, and if they happen to hear about us you know it's a good fit for a lot of them but it's it's hard to to get that word out there. Well, make a little extra money and go feel good about themselves helping kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they love hanging out with the kids. That's cool. You know, the kids get to know them. You know, get gifts around the holidays from the kids in the end of school. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fun for them. Do, do you, is your customer the school system? Yes. Um, in general, it's a school system. Sometimes if it's a larger school district, it's the school district's police department, or it might be the local police department. Wow. Yep. 
So I mean, we're talking about that's that's a quite a I few. Mean, I never that never uh, crossed my mind. Me neither. I just always assumed I mean it was someone that's volunteering crazy. or or seeing a teacher or maybe out there doing it. But I mean, it makes a lot more sense for for somebody like yourself or your business to take care of this. Yeah, we'll work alongside the teachers in most cases. They're they're dealing with the carpool lines, um, and we're out there more with the traffic. Yeah, um, trying to keep the cars stopped and. You know, the parents are, or the, the teachers are just trying to get them in and out of the cars and get them into the schools. So. I got a question for you. Yeah. Why does John Marino and Phil Bushy not have valet service? Uh, we have done events for John um, when he's got uh, his Mectoberfest or yep. Springfest or, or something large. Um, I don't know. You have to talk to Phil about that, though. Well, get on him, yep. I mean, especially over there in the upper level South Park. Yeah. Come yep. on. You could parlay it into a drive my car home service. I like that. For people that have had. Uh, you know, maybe hung out a little too long. It shouldn't have been there so long. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think that's got its uh, that's downsides, called, too, though. It's uh, called Uber. <laughs> yeah, that's called Uber. <laughs> yeah, Let them clean up the mess. Yeah. But didn't, didn't there, wasn't there a business, uh, and I'm not even trying to get sidetracked, but where somebody would ride a scooter yeah. and pick you up, drive your car home so you yeah, can have your a, car home? Yeah, that was a thing for a while. They contacted us back when they were trying to get that going and wanted to piggyback off of it. Um, I think we even got them to, if we had people that had to abandon their, their cars and leave their keys, that they would take the keys. But, I mean, it, it faded pretty fast. Seems like there might be some liability behind that. That yeah. seems a little bit dicey to me. Yeah. I remember I remember seeing that they would have that, like, in little advertisements in the, in the bathrooms at a couple of the restaurants in town. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Brian, our our cut our cut uh, our guest last week, Hunter Wilson, talked about his entrepreneurial career. And he said when he was in high school, he would go – uh, st- wait in the line in the taxi line at the airport. He got a white thing magnet put on his car and put taxi on. He drive, you know, he was an unmanned. Uh, he wasn't paying his fees. Non-sanctioned. Non-sanctioned. Okay, gotcha. And police got him. Oh wow! And called his mom. <laughs> he said it didn't stop him though. He's relentless. Yeah. He had twenty dollars of gas. Give me gas for a month back then. Oh yeah, yeah. Would. That's crazy. So how many business lines do you have now? You went through them. Yeah, so we have Park Inc., which you mentioned in the open, um, and then the Crossing Guard Division we actually call Cross Safe. It was something we tried to run as Park Inc., and we we decided to brand it separately, and that's kind of when it really took off. Um, so those two. What gave you the idea to do that? To brand it separately? Did, did, no, to, to, to oh, get into that line We kind of got pushed into the Crossing Guard business. Um, Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools uh, had done it for themselves for about 50 years, and— uh, they have their own uh, school police department. And when they were looking at outsourcing it, they had posted it on their procurement page, and we didn't respond because we didn't meet the pre- prerequisites. Yeah. Um, at the time, the guy who is my minority partner, he was dating someone in the city's procurement department, and she said, they're going to bid this out again. You guys really should take a look at it. So we took a look at it again. We still didn't meet the requirements, and we didn't bid on it. Uh, so she reached back out to him again and said, look, they know you don't do this but they don't want to do it and no one else wants to call them. So we called them and we gave them a bid. And at that point we were too late for that school year, but we took over CMS the following school year. And so that kind of got it. We liked the business and it got us into it. And from there we picked up Fort Mill, which was a great contract for us. And then we were kind of stuck in the Charlotte market for a while until we rebranded. And uh, now we're, uh, you know, Georgia, we do uh, Clayton County schools, which is 60 posts. We do Green Bay. We do Springfield, Missouri. We've got Elk Grove, which is outside of Sacramento. Oh, wow. Davenport, Iowa. I mean, it's taken us all over the place. 
So, so ge- ge- geographically with your business, is it is it harder doing stuff that's not based in this southeast region, or? I mean, I think as far as the operation side, the guy I got, he does a fantastic job and keeps me out of it. The most that I do is Charlotte related, just because that's home, and we do so much, so much stuff uh, um, on the event side. We're doing six hundred events a year here in Charlotte. Um, Goodness so gracious! The crossing guard stuff is is pretty easy. Good. Other than trying to find staff, it's it's pretty 600, easy. Six hundred, man. That's that is. I mean, that keeps you on your toes there. That's that's a lot of things to keep up. We have, with. We have a lot going on. Absolutely. So how many how many support staff does it take to, to maintain? You said you had a great operations guy. Um, do you have little offices set up across the yeah, country? Yeah. So um, our office that uh, we just had yeah. renovated uh, in December. We've Thank got, you for that. Yeah, you were welcome. You guys did a great job. Uh, we have three people in accounting. We have two people in HR. We have one person in sales, and then there's three people in operations and myself. Uh, and then we're adding an office um, assistant starting Friday. Actually, my daughter's coming to work for us. So. Oh, wow. Oh, that's great. Yep. Carry on the family business, huh? Well, I don't think she wants to carry on the family business, but she's going to come work for us for a while. So. <laughs> did you go back and get your college degree? Oh, I, I got it before I moved. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. And Ohio State, is yep. that where you gradu- yes. graduated from? Oh, man. Yep. My, uh, yeah, my uh, buddy and guy that lives across the street from me, Scott Biddle, he, he, he's from Ohio. So I'm taking him. He asked me, he said, hey, man, can you get me tickets to, can we go to the Browns game, opening game, oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield? I've got two uh, high school buddies that are coming down for the Browns game. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. Yep. So I pulled one of my cards and got got uh, Brian Neal over at Pinnacle Bank. I, we, I'm going to take him to the suite. Okay, nice. I said, "You going? we're going first class. Yeah. We're going to do this thing. And Baker Mayfield better be what he's supposed to be, or I'm going to get serious with all these Cleveland guys, all well, these Ohio guys. So, so listen to this. We went to the preseason game. My wife and my daughter and one of her friends and Jody bought a Baker Mayfield jersey. Really? She's wearing it. She's rocking a Baker. There's a Baker. You let her do that? Yeah. Good. So he better gracious. be good. He better be. He's going to get traded next month. <laughs> Let's hope not. He's going to hop on the plane, fly back to Cleveland with the Browns. <laughs> no, I don't think they want him back up there. So, so did your parents stay up there, or did they ever come down? Yeah, here? my whole family's up there. Okay. Yep. Cool. You get up there much? Uh, yeah, a few times a year. I've got uh, tickets for two Ohio State games this year that I'll go up to. And, Very uh, nice. We go up for the holidays, and we try and go up during the summertime. Yeah, Patrick gets Patrick and Brent Beeson get me watching Clemson, so I kind of got a little place in my heart for the Tigers, and then because of my my neighbor Scott, I kind of got a little place in my heart for Ohio State. I know they don't really go together, but I I don't I don't play by the rules because yeah, I don't th- we don't like Clemson much. I don't. No, I don't have to. I'm a like Tar Heel. <laughs> Carolina. Well, we, we got Alex Wilman in our office went to Ohio State too. I don't you probably interacted with her a few times during your project, but uh, right. we've got some Ohio State folks here. But my my old next door neighbor was like the biggest Ohio State fan of all time, and whenever that year we were playing each other, it seemed like every every year in the playoff, like we had it got a little feisty over there on night here in Ling. Like he wouldn't come out of his house, I wouldn't come out of my house. Yeah, yeah. I have a neighbor across the street. He's a Penn State grad, and oh yeah, he and I, I'm we're good friends except for. That game. That game, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take it serious. Man. Those Ohio State Buckeyes at the Horseshoe. The I Horseshoe? Gotta, I got to get up there for a game. I, how many, I would like love to go to a game. 108,000 like fans I think they did some suites and took out some seats so they get some more money for those boxes yep. that, like, you're going to stay in. Um, but I think it's 100,000, 400, Wow. That is cool. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's a good time. It's a lot of fun. House gets a rocking. 
Well, Brian, tell us how people can look you up. Give your business a little plug here. Yeah, so you can find us at uh, parkinc.com or cross-safe.com, depending on parking or crossing guards, or you can call us at 704-377-1755. I love it. Wonderful. Brian Hopright, Park Inc. Got it. What a great story, man. I love your story. Nice to see you. Yeah, you too. Thanks for being here. Hey, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back at Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent just finished up with Brian Hopright from Park Inc. and Cross Safe. Wow. What an interesting Man, you business. you got a really good memory. I can remember it six minutes ago. That's good. I can't. You can't remember now, six short-term minutes My short-term memory is a little, little, suffers a little bit. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Well, segment segment four, week two of the Make a Wish stories. Yeah, that's great. Should be week three, but November the fifth, Saturday, November the fifth, November the fifteenth annual. Really, fourteen because we did the walk for wishes. We always got to say that. I'll tell you that that's still one of the most that was that was one of the fondest memories I've. I've I love every Cornwall tournament, but that year, that was resiliency. I think I think that's kind of what the fabric of what we are at Roby. We just. Find a way to make it work. It's pretty cool. Well, well we, it's a marathon. We walked a marathon, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> Life is a marathon, Patrick. It is. I mean, I could walk down the stairs that next morning. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was fun, though. That was good. During COVID, we couldn't have the cornhole tournament, so we improvised. I, uh, if you hadn't heard the Chris Weber show, check it out. Yeah, the Trailblaze Challenge. But uh, the Trailblaze Challenge uh, is you do a marathon. Pretty cool. It was cool. That was a lot of fun. Um, it, it, we've had some great sponsors along the way, Trent, too. I mean, this year we already have three platinum sponsors with Dry Pro, uh, Home Technology Solutions, and United Healthcare, and obviously our, our radio partners, WBT. We've got to Got to give them a plug. And we fund the tournament and put it on, so we do all that, all the effort and the expense. And then all of our sponsors, everything that is raised goes directly 100% to Make-A-Wish. Yeah, I mean, it, it, if you, again, we talk about this all the time. Come out, hang out. Uh, you can play. Players are 70 bucks for a two-man team or two, two-person team. But uh, really, the whole day, you don't have to come for the whole thing. I mean, just come for an hour, come for 30 minutes, stay all day, do what you can do. But it's really about getting everybody together and, and, and rallying around a common cause. It really is. Yeah. It allows uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation to grant wishes. That's, That's what it. we're here for, baby. That's all about so Mia, do you want to read Mia's? Nah, you go ahead, man. You're good. You're you're, you're better. You're you're better spoken to me. I don't. I don't. I dis. I done disagree. You done disagree? I done reckon. Um, Mia is a cheerful eight-year-old girl from Charlotte who loves ice cream music and watching Disney movies. She especially loves swaying along to Disney music. Mia is diagnosed with a nervous system disorder from an early age, which meant that she has difficulty moving and has to be in a wheelchair. Because of her love of listening to Disney music and watching animated movies, it was decided that a trip to the most magical place on Earth would be the perfect wish. While on her wish trip, Mia got to meet many characters from her favorite Disney movies, enjoyed swaying to the music at the Disney Junior Show, and visiting all the Central Florida theme parks, including Disney World, Universal, and SeaWorld. Some of Mia's favorite moments included meeting her favorite Disney Junior characters like Doc McStuffins. One of the highlights of their trip was staying at Give Kids the World, a resort dedicated to offering wish kids a place to stay while visiting Disney on their wish. For once, everything was wheelchair accessible from the basic amenities to the swing and carousel rides that they have on site. It was a magical vacation that her family will soon not forget. Wow. 
That is awesome. Mia. Way to go, Mia. Yeah. I mean, that's that's amazing. It is great. Disney does such a good job for the Make-A-Wish they Foundation. Do. They, they 100% do. I mean, it, I've never... You have been to the uh, Give Kids the World. No, I haven't. I thought you had. I did not go to Give Kids the World because uh, my two or three Disney trips were all during COVID. All during COVID. Okay, so you couldn't really do that. Yep. It was kind of shut down, and I've never done it through Make-A-Wish, so no. I have only been to Disney World once, and it was during COVID as well, which... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was... It was I, I can only imagine how alive and crazy that place is when it was at full capacity it wasn't when we were there and it was still just a remarkable place it is remarkable i never understood the, the magic behind it but it's there it's magic i mean it really is I mean, now i'm magic <laughs> you're because ma- i got a magic set like magic johnson kareem <laughs> magic johnson oh what man doc doc about? mix i just just me a story doc mix do you remember that show did you ever watch your kids no, ever watch that show i didn't man my daughter loved that show in fact, there I remember there was a Doc McStuffins, I don't know, it was like a kitchen set or something that she wanted for Christmas, but like it was sold out everywhere. So I went on the I went on and got it off of Craigslist and met some guy at a food line parking lot. You feel dirty? I felt great. Felt like you were doing something illegal, buying some Doc McStuffins not through the proper channels. Scarlet was pumped, man. I think she she had she would walk around with this little veterinarian's kid for well, I think because of Doc McStuffins, like all, everywhere she went. So I'm sure Mia's the same way. That's cool that she got the I mean, I was at the mall. I had a run into the mall the other day, not that I really go to the mall that much anymore, and there was a transaction happening where somebody was selling some tennis shoes, like some Air Jordan special. Oh. And some money changed hands. I'm sizing that thing up. (laughs) Seeing what was going to go down. Did you get some Air Jordans? I didn't. I was not involved in the transaction. Some Carolina Jordan. Remember those things back in the day? They were tight. I used to have some. That was... uh, yeah, sixth grade. My sec, my first pair of Jordans was sixth grade, and uh, so that was what I was would have been twelve. So that was nineteen ninety. I probably about the same about the same time. I think I was eight or nine. I got duped though. I, I we had three tickets to go to the North Carolina Georgia Tech or two tickets to go to the North Carolina Georgia Tech basketball game. So my brother got to go with my dad. I got a pair of Jordans. Wow, that's a pretty good deal. I think I, was I don't pretty, know, man. I, was pretty I happy never got to it. go any games when I was little and. Uh, Dad got tickets to the Carolina football game. Uh, not that that means anything to Ohio State and Clemson guys, but uh, <laughs> but I, I did something and showed my showed my rear end oh, yeah. that Saturday morning, and he said we just won't go to the game, and I'm I threw like, the biggest temper tantrum ever. And I know he didn't want to drive up to Chapel Hill two and a half hours. He's like, I do not want to go to this game. And I gave him his perfect out. You know, what an idiot. So I never got to go to a Carolina game until uh, until I was uh, in school there. But Really? And the crazy thing is, I think I went to a Carolina basketball game when they played in Charlotte, but we were going to go to the Carolina basketball game one time in Chapel Hill. And it was when uh, the Gulf War started, so they canceled the game. Oh, man. We drove all the way up there, and the Gulf War started, and they canceled the game. Oh. So, so I never got to do that either. I'm sorry. But I've been to the Dean Dome a time or two since. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, anyway, man, Brian Hopright. With parking and cross safe, cross safe. Wow, y'all like how we did that? Check him out. Hey, listen, check him out. Hit he him gave up. you his phone number. I think it's great. Bug him. 
Uh, no, <laughs> check them out. I think it's a really cool business story. Uh, man, so so awesome to hear about stuff you don't think about all the time. Hey, listen, thanks for listening, and go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a wonderful Sunday.